All right, blockaders, you know what time it is. It's time to sit down with the man, the myth, the legend himself after a high day of clamming, Mr. Robin Vote. Let's sit back, relax, and make the jump into a galaxy far, far away. Man, rumor has it that galaxy's even out far past Dorchester. Hey guys, this is Robin Vote from Make the Jump. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Make the Jump. And this is going to be part one of a two-part series of my sit-down with Details, our good friend and blockader, who is in Solo, Last Jedi, and of course, in Force Awakens, and also in Rogue One. He's a great friend here at the Podcast Network, and he and I have a very interesting discussion, not only about Star Wars and what happened at Star Wars Celebration, and some of D's favorite highlights from the weekend, but hey, we talk about fandom. We talk about everything surrounding that galaxy far, far away, and we even get in-depth on the meaning of what we're here to do in life and how to be a positive citizen. We're going to kick it off with my good friend, Mr. John Bishop, with Around the Galaxy. John, what's good with Galaxy's Edge? And I hear there's a little bit of a comic book out there giving us some canon background on this galaxy not too far, far away from us very soon. John, take it away. Across the galaxy, Okay, thank you, Robin. And we're back on the Outer Rim talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. This week, I'm concentrating on part one of a five-part series from Marvel Comics, Marvel Star Wars Comics, talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The first issue just came out. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't necessarily love it to start, but then I stepped back and I reminded myself what I said last week. This is for children, that there's going to be a whole lot of kids picking up this comic, trying to think about what exactly they're going to expect when they come into Galaxy's Edge. And Baiting the Hook, which is the name of the book, did exactly that and, and really highlighted even some of the things that we're all going to be able to encounter, including uh, right here, I'm looking at a Juicy Ronto wrap, which is one of the first lines of dialogue. Melorian juice, which I think is the green milk. Uh, in any case, you know, green juice and Ronto wraps, and one of the first things we, we encounter, Han Solo and Chewbacca are in this one, and they tell the story about how they track down a baby a Sarlacc for Doc Ondar, who has it in his shop of antiquities, and uh, it's a pretty neat introduction to the whole feel of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and how it has an almost all-encompassing cantina vibe, that destination for all comers in a real-world location that we can all visit. A couple things that I think people are going to enjoy that you're going to run into is that the sight lines in the book are very, very much reminiscent of what we see when we look and find all the aerial shots from Bio Reconstruct on Twitter and all of uh, Jack Kendall and everyone who's doing the updates from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the construction. You're going to find a lot of those sight lines. Then they go off planet and they're not necessarily talking about Galaxy's Edge anymore, just talking about all the people who make their way to and from Galaxy's Edge and, and the kind of powerful person the powerful being that Doc Ondar actually is. I thought that they got a lot of the Disney service out of the way early on, talking about the various things that you can buy to eat in Disney's Galaxy's Edge, and I enjoyed it. Excited about there's a little bit of a cliffhanger ending to it. I don't want anyone to expect heavy lifting here. This is, again, something very reminiscent of the original Marvel Star Wars run. Even the art kind of reminds me of that. And it, it has a little bit of a swashbuckling feel that matches some of the stuff that we've been reading in the new Hondo Anaka piece over on, oh, I've been doing it on Audible, the Pirate's Price. They're really trying to get that by the seat of your pants, all these things going on around you, got to pay attention or you're going to miss something 
feel in both comic books and also there in Galaxy's Edge when we get to visit. I'll be keeping up with what's going on. I'm going to be tweeting about this, and I'm really excited to be watching all of the updates that come over the Disney Play app. Disneyland has an update for Galaxy's Edge, so you can start to see the map of the Galaxy's Edge as attached to Disneyland. In any case, I'll throw it back to you, Robin, and I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, John. I'm going to have to read my issue of the Galaxy Edge comic from Marvel very, very soon and head on over to Stairway to Heaven Comics just up the road from me. Say hi to Brad and pick up my copy. Here's part one of my two-part series with details surrounding everything in the Star Wars universe, Star Wars Celebration, and here in this life as a Star Wars fan. Enjoy, and may the Force be with you. Hey guys, what's going on and welcome back to Make the Jump Podcast here from the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. It's your man, Robin Vote here, and of course sitting across from me is our good friend Blockader and avid, avid, just wonderful person to begin with, Mr. Details himself. D, what's up, my friend? <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? It's all good. Oh, that's what I love to hear, love to hear. Now, listen, why I really wanted details on this episode, and I think one of the big questions here is, Star Wars just keeps giving us just some epic, epic stuff, heading towards you know, episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. We got the Mandalorian. We got the Clone Wars. Big shout out to Fanta Tracks. I've been checking out all their amazing coverage over in Chicago. Such a great group over there. Now, D, I gotta, I gotta ask you. Number one, we saw the rise of Skywalker. We saw the trailer. What are your <laughs> thoughts, man? What are your thoughts on this thing? <clears throat> oh wow. Wow, <laughs> no, I was going to say more, but but I think wow just kind of covers it. Listen, we're not given anything. <laughs> we're not True. given anything, but what we're given looks damn good, you know. Um, and it's JJ, so so it's like in JJ we trust, man. So it just it just looks so good. Um, it's they've they haven't answered anything, but they've kept some certain questions alive. Um, mm. we look in, in, encapsulated in this thing about, um, how is the Skywalker saga going to end? There mm. are so many questions that facilitate into that, um, and, uh, misdirections that we were given before and mm. things like that. I'm just excited for it. And it, you know, that, you know, you see Ray at the beginning <laughs> and then that bit at the end and she's, she's flipping in the air. And then we hear those words, man, from from Mr. Palpatine. Yes. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cackle, that cackle that always reminds us that there's somebody deeper within the depths of the dark side that always lingers. Yeah, I I agree, man. I mean, just just that beginning sequence on the desert planet, whether that's Tatooine, whether that's Jakku, whether that's Scarif, I, I I don't know. I don't know. It could be some planet we've never been to before. It, it, you know, I, I don't know where that is, but I'm hoping it's Jakku. And then just absolutely what JJ does best is he leaves us on this very quiet note at the beginning of a, of a trailer and just has us build it up and build it up and build it up. And then Ray, <laughs> ju- Ray jumps over a freaking TIE fighter. And we don't, we don't know if she lands it. We don't know what she does. And it cuts right into it, man. And it's it's so well done. And like you said, it doesn't answer any questions. It 
fits the J.J. Abrams format perfectly with any product that he's worked on, which is, I'm going to give you little tidbits from the film. You don't know if they're in them, but I'm giving them to you anyway. And it, it, it's, it's so awesome to also see that at the very end, like you said, we hear the ominous cackle from Emperor Palpatine himself. Ian McDermott comes out on stage too. And also, wow. the remnants of the Death Star 2 is what I believe is sitting there in front of us at the end sequence of is that, that teaser. Is that yeah. It's the remnants yeah. of the Death Star 2. <laughs> Which, and then, let, let me say this, I'm gonna, then I'm going to throw it over to you. And it's Luke saying, no one's ever truly gone. <laughs> that is just perfect play on words in so many ways. Oh, you know, and, and, he, and he teased us with that line, you know, in, in The Last Jedi and, and, you, and you get to understand it. But when he said it at the time, it was just like, whoa. And it, it carried on beyond um, what happened to him in that movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as we know about the Force Ghosts and things like that. But, you know, uh, also each frame, you know, each, each quick frame we had, mm-hmm. just a beautiful man. we are watching a live action painting take place it just the colors they look epic they look strong um determined you know there's going to be drama there Mm. um ray's got all of us we all got her back we just want to see how this thing plays out um and and the surprise any surprises that are going to arise in that movie man just it's just going to be a layer cake of 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 joy to watch i i can't wait <laughs> i can't i can't wait yeah. and what month are we in we gotta we got a time to wait <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Say, I don't want any more trailers i don't want no. any more trailers, especially for the um the last of the skywalker sagas man just just that that'll do that'll yeah, do that's, that's a good point that's you i know? have not had anybody yet on the podcast say just to leave that that teaser alone and let's not get anything else. But but you're right. It is like the ultimate teaser. It gives you a frame by frame in beautiful color of everything that you need to know so that when December arrives, you walk in and you watch Star Wars. I, yeah. I agree with you 100%. And that's such a great take on it. JJ yeah. doesn't need to do any more than that. No, no. JJ, Kathleen, Disney, Lucasfilm, just, just pause that button right there. Just pause it right there. That's enough. That's enough. We know it's the last of the Skywalker sagas coming. You know, this is every George Lucas fanboy's dream. Yeah. Not that it's coming mm. to an end, but that we've seen it through to the end. Yeah. Mm. Of, of his storyline before they branch out. Right. So um, just with that kind of honor, I would do that. I mean, look, I went to the movies the other day and I, st- I, I haven't seen the trailer for um, the Avengers movie. Oh, yes. Endgame, yeah. Yeah, I won't see that. But I was sat in the cinema, and I told my friend this, and then he saw the beginning of it start, and he goes, D! And I literally had to I close my eyes, and I was rubbing on the side of my ears so I wouldn't hear anything. Just wait <laughs> right. for him to say, okay, it's done. It took forever, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But, but I've, I've, I've still not seen, I've still not seen that trailer, and I really don't want to. Um, but for something like, like Star Wars, this beautiful teaser that shows you these characters and they're about to make the last step in in regards to um, the 
the Skywalker saga. Um, on that journey, it's just like, whoa, I don't want, I don't need to see any more than this, man. I, you know, I don't want to know anything more than, than you showed me already about yeah. what coming I mean, for the last piece. I want it to be a total not a surprise, you know. Um, uh, and it won't be a surprise that's done and dusted because we've got so much more coming, I guess, with sure, TV shows sure. and, and the games and the books and the, and, and things like that. But for this one, you know, it's just like, oh, this is kind of special, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's the one that's wrapping it all up. And, I mean, just hearing everybody applaud at Star Wars Celebration, we were watching it um, on the live stream hey, from the Star Wars show. Was that? And on the stage yes yes i know and everybody just was like what and then in character he's just playing i was just like (laughs) i know and that did it that did it man it it was it was everything that you would want from a teaser trailer from a day from a panel and it, it the one thing that i think a lot of fans and I'll say this, it's really okay to speculate on this. I know at the podcast network here and across a lot of podcasts, we like to speculate on what episode nine will be and the things that may happen in it, but speculate responsibly because like you said, D this trailer does everything we need it to, to break it down to the point of every second, every frame, every little bit, I I feel like takes away from what JJ is trying to give us in that moment at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, there'll there'll always be people that want to break stuff down and see how much they can spot and stuff like that, and that's brilliant. And and, and have the guesses and have the guesses about where it's going or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but, but you know, respect it, like you're saying, you respect it that they that's a guess, and it's like don't don't hedge your bets, don't want too much from it. Just kind of mm. say, oh, wouldn't it be? I mean, I'll tell you one of mine right now. I would yeah. love to see R two D two. I miss that kid. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and he's probably eons older than me, man. But I miss that kid. You know, um, anytime R2's on the screen, I'm I'm happy. So even mm. if it's for a second, you know, but but I, I do miss R2. I do miss R2. So I'd love to see more of R2. But yeah. am I expecting to see more of R2? Will I be disappointed if I don't? No, man. I just want to see this movie. <laughs> I just mm. want to see. Mm. And, and if, if R2 so, um, shows up. If R2 shows up, right at the end would be the best time because he was right at the beginning of A New Hope. He was right there with C-3PO. So if you're going to put him in there, <laughs> put him right in there yeah. at the end. <laughs> the only survivors are the droids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because they're made of metal, D? Is that the whole reason? <laughs> and their batteries don't run out, man. I, I, you know, how many people of have, have C3PO and R2D2 outlived already? <laughs> oh, so true. All, all these Sith Lords. They've outlived Sith Lords. Yeah. The clones, you know, it's just like so many. So it's like, yeah, okay, you know. I can, I can see them branching out. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. And you're right. You're right. It, it there's there's nothing more iconic than the droids of Star Wars. And, you know, the teaser showed us C-3PO in a very action-filled scene, yeah, which yeah. we haven't seen that in a long time, at least since Jabba's sail barge um, oh. in, in Return of the Jedi. That's when you really saw them in action. So to have it be yeah. the, the final film in this sequel trilogy and the droids are involved in some action again is really, really cool. 
So I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be fascinating to see. We've got new droids. Yes, that's you know, right. You know, BB-8 is still new. And then we've got, who we got? we got Dio. Is it Dio? I think it's Dio, yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, wow. It's just like, you know. And and see, those droids are going to outlive everybody again. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, at the end of it all, man, when they finish with all of these biological kind of movies, it'll become technical. It'll become machine-like. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying this thing's going to be like iRobot? Are you saying <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith in the in the, in the pre in the post sequel trilogy, and he's got to battle all these robots, man. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, yeah. I, I guess I am saying that. I guess <laughs> there is nothing Will Smith cannot do, <laughs> and he hasn't touched Star Wars yet. So hey, throw him in there. This time, this time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it so. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. December cannot come quick enough uh, for the podcast crew here, Fanta Tracks, the, just the entire Star Wars fandom. I mean, December is going to be a time for us all to get back. You're excited to, to, um, to see in, in nine or, or hope, hope for in nine. Yeah, I think the big thing for me is <clears throat> where do we leave Kylo Ren here? Where Where Ooh. is he going to be in all this? Because if Palpatine, and I said this recently, um, on a make the jump podcast from the past, but if if Palpatine is back in the picture, he really is the big bad in the oh. Star Wars universe. So can Kylo Ren truly be the big bad at the end of the story, or is there something more to that? Is there something more to his development as a character that JJ has not touched yet? And I think that we could see something play out in terms of whether Kylo Ren starts questioning what side he's on or maybe questioning, okay, maybe, maybe my goal to being the ultimate dark is actually finding out who Palpatine was after. Right. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a history there. There's got to be a history. Um, I I mean, that was one of the things that I was really, really passionate about when I watched the, um, Phantom Menace. You know, you're at an older age now, so you can kind of see the correlations between the politics and the way the world's run and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, it was the, the the dynamics between him and Anakin, you know, yeah. and it's that yeah. manipulation, you know, and how he manipulates him and then what um, buttons he pushed mm. um, that Anakin had to be pushed, you know, um, to be manipulated in the way that he was, you know, um, I found that incredibly fascinating. But here's something that that uh, that really got got the juices flowing, man. In in yeah. the Force Awakens, so when we see Kylo Ren, he says, "Show me again, grandfather." Is it grandfather or something? Like yeah. Show me, again, grandfather. Right. So and and, you're, and he's talking to Vader's mask, and I'm like, yeah. "What do you mean, show me again?" Yeah. Yeah, like he showed him something already. So me again, it means that he's he's been he's seen some, you know, yeah. and you know, and it's just like, well, okay, maybe yeah. how how they play that out? Is it kind of like show me again through um your deeds and the history of what you've done, or the mm. force ghost, or was and a voice or or a vision that appeared to him, you know? Mm. Um, and it never got touched on, so I was kind of like. 
oh, okay, it's maybe one of those throwaway lines and, and things like that. But when that movie came out, I was just like, hang on. <laughs> I was yeah, like, hey. you know, um, but Kylo, um, even with his um, stint with, with Snoke, yeah. You know, um, and we found out um, there's, there's other things that can they can use the force to do, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of um, get inside your head and make you see things, make you hear things and whatever and all this kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. what, what it, between him and Ray, you yeah. know, that was that was very, very kind of um, eye opening in terms of, well, OK, well, there's still more to say about the force. And if there's still more to say about the force, then you've got more to say about those who wield it. True. Very you good know, point. Yeah. On the side and the dark side. And, you know, we're, you know, we're skipping through the, the park, through big fields, like it's, you know, a little house on the prairie with, with all these good guys or whatever. Right. But no one's behind them for the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so it'd be interesting to see. It'd be interesting to see. And, and you know, whether it does ha- end on a happy note. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to because they've got more to make, right? Yeah. I mean, Star Wars isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And if they do leave it on, on a happy note, you, you then you ask yourself, you, you say, okay, where can they go from here? It, it's almost like what they what George Lucas did with Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. They left it on a note that was dark, and you, you already kind of had – you knew where Anakin was going – but you didn't know what the filler stories were going to be through the yeah. series. And, you know, obviously we see it with Solo and we see it, with, you know, they started filling in the timeline. And that was a very successful formula that George was able to build through that. And to be it's able like to... Replace, it's like replacing the books and the comics with, oh, let's give a movie instead. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I think it, that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, in terms of it, from a business standpoint... I think either one works, but you know that the movies are yeah. going to put butts in seats and are going to make you a trillion dollars world or more than a billion dollars worldwide. So, yeah. you know, it's it's it really comes down to which format's going to look the best for the brand. And at the same time, too, if you want to follow what George did and leave it with a darker note, but that's still that sense of hope because there was baby Luke in the arms of Obi-Wan. How, yeah. Where, yeah. where, where <laughs> is that moment? Are they going to be able to accomplish that? And if not... I'm I'm fascinated to see, because as we say in JJ, we trust in Lucasfilm, we trust in in, in the brand, we do trust because they yeah. have a way of working the story out. Yeah. Oh, and I've got to say as a disclaimer, I don't know anything about the movie. And <laughs> so, you ask you ask any creature performer or whatever and stuff like that, and they'll tell you every single time we don't know anything. You know, he knows. I, I, you know, don't know. I don't know a damn thing. So I'm just I'm just kind of like. Just, yeah, I'm just playing right now. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just getting, getting a chance to talk about it, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, it's. But but then but then look look at the look how inc- how incredible this this whole thing is, right? Yeah. This franchise is a benchmark for everything. Yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. So we've got the movies. Okay, so we had comics, we had books, we have cartoons. Um, have some games, and now and we have some TV shows, um, and they're all part of the same story. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> right? It's not like oh, and then this happens as a, and it's not nothing's connected. It's all connected. All connected. It and 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 it, 
and when the Mandalorian hits the TV screen, that is the first time. That is the first time that they've actually tackled um, a part of this story and delivered for TV. Yes. Yes. So, um, and and I, you know, to be honest, man, I don't know if I'll be able to watch it in the first in the first wave. I might have to wait until, you know, um, all the episodes are lined up, and then I can mm. watch them because one episode and and i don't know how often they're going to be shown or whatever that's going to be painful for me yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is like don't don't just give me that i want to see more where are you going with this so mm. you know and I, and i and i think they'll deliver you know um and then there's there's another one isn't there with poe um yeah there's well it's been interesting because They've been discussing the possibility with the end of episode nine. What are they? What are they going to do with the character of Poe Dameron? And the other one too is Cassian Andor. I don't know if that's the one you're yeah, talking yeah. about from Rogue One. Oh no, no, that's what I meant. Sorry, sorry, that's what I meant, Cassian. Yeah, with uh, K two S O and Alan Tudyk coming yeah, back to play K two. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series too. And the, and the, again, just just to throw it out there, they're going to have to be very careful within that timeline because again, you're shrinking down the time period that you're talking about that's been filled in by solo a little bit that's followed after the events of revenge of the Sith that leads up to now the events of rogue one. Cause Cassian says in rogue one, I've been in this battle since I was six. So now you're like, okay, you know, Diego Luna's a little bit older. So it's almost like a prequel to the events of rogue one across right. a small TV that's show right. frame. That's right. And then, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, <clears throat> They're treating the live action the way that they would treat their animations because Correct. that's exactly what the rebels were doing. That's exactly what the Clone Wars um, cartoons were doing. That's all I mean. It's 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 a beautiful time, and and it they is. wouldn't do it, and they wouldn't do it unless unless they had the technology to make it look like exactly the same as what you're seeing in their movies on the screen. Yeah, good point. So, um, yeah. So so my t my my taste buds are, are just excited by 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 everything right now because it, it's it's looking good and i know it's going to taste good so, so <laughs> right right so you know um that delivery on that is getting a tip man and that tip is kind of like i'm subscribing <laughs> mm -hmm. through disney plus yeah you know um any which way but it's it's fascinating oh and then also i'm not quite sure how much is um connected or interwoven into a galaxy's edge Oh, through Black Spire and everything. Yeah, there's been a lot of that through the books and through the comic books. And um, yeah. I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if it doesn't get a mention in one of these series, whether it's the Mandalorian, whether it's in Cassian Andor series. Or, hey, I would not be even surprised if they don't mention it quickly in Episode Nine. Somebody openly says, hey, you know, the story about Black Spire or something. Then everybody in that seat's like, I'm buying my ticket to Disney right now. <laughs> Look, talking about branding inside of branding, and the thing is, and I love how, and I love how they do it. If they were yes. to do it this way, because it's just one line. It's just one line <laughs> in, in 190 minutes or something or whatever, and that's the only line people can remember. That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> so true. It's so true. They they drop it like it's an Easter egg, but it's literally a bomb. <laughs> if you know the story and you're a Star Wars fan and you hear it, it it's yeah, and that's funny. It, that's a really good conversation piece too. 
is the whole idea of, yes, you're going to have the people in the theater who are Star Wars fans like us. We love to go in. We love to hear the stories. We love to see these characters play out and see where they're going to go. But to the average moviegoer, what that's going to do by mentioning Galaxy's Edge, Matt, you know, putting in Black Spire, they've seen the newsreel. They've seen discussions about it on Good Morning America here in the United States or across the Internet. So when they hear it, when they hear it, if, they're, if they've been to Disney, it's going to be, again, where it hits the hardcore Star Wars fans right in the gut. And they're like, oh, yeah, OK, that's perfect. That's exactly where I want it to the to the. So the going Star Wars fan, they're going to be like, "Yes, this this is some this is some place I'm going to be going very soon." Yeah, it's 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 just interwoven into um, uh, their subconscious, man. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's there's something, there's something hypnotic going on, you know. Um, but it's 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 a beautiful thing because I think if someone mentioned to me once, who was I can't remember who mentioned it. It might have been Rudvig, my friend mm-hmm. Rudvig, husband to RT, little RT who does the Gong Droids and things like that. And she was Maz, Maz in, in Force Awakens. Um, I think he said to, he mentioned something and he said, you know what? You know when people say to me, what order shall I watch all these movies in? You know, I, he says, I finally figured it out. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, some people say, well, you watch them in the order they came out or you watch them in this kind of spaghetti version or whatever. Mm. And you match it to all kinds of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, he said, well, look, the best thing to do is to watch them in the order they came out. Otherwise, when um, that spoiler happens in Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> you know, um, it won't read. It's like, yeah, we already know. You know, yeah. but it's, it's not a big deal. But, but to watch it in the order it came out is to give you a little taste yeah. of, of, of the, the shock and, and the disbelief that went through the cinema when that movie came out it just yeah. a smidgen just a smidgen of it but then but then it kind of makes sense and says well you've got these original three now see all that now see how it all formulated you know mm. how it came out mm. together like that i like that you know and that's what's going to happen with a lot of these people who don't even know anything about star wars and they're getting in on the ground level um this year next year or in 10 years five years you know it's with each episode you watch, you slowly start to figure things out. It's like, oh, but that's connected to this. And now, oh, that's connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most beautiful experiences you can have when you're watching some of these movies. You know, even with, look, even with the Avengers and, and some, of their, some of their heroes. Oh, they've, yeah, modern, they've modernized all of their original canon. You know, just bringing it up to date, you know, and it's taken some of us a little, a little longer than others sure. to kind of... A, just to hang on that's not how he got his powers <laughs> you know right <laughs> you know and things like that to the point where you're just like if that's what if that's what you say that's how he goes back okay i'm dealing i'm, I'm gonna deal with that right yeah. um, but it's when you're sort of finding out and this person's connected to this person and and, and things and things like that and so certain things that were sewn in some of the early movies like like even the the tesseract you mm, know mm, um mm. And the Infinity Stone thing about that, and and all the way through these movies, you're like, what? The hell? Okay, it's Infinity Stone. Okay, oh, it's another Infinity Stone. Oh, okay, what, what's, what's, what's up with that? And then you find out someone's after these stones. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what's he want to do? What's he want to do with them stones? He just wants he just wants some bling on his glove. <laughs> <laughs> some bling on his glove. Oh, that's a future podcast name right there. It's just <laughs> some purple guy wants some bling on his on his gloves. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
and and then they're hit with the movie um with the infinity war movie that we just had right they hit with that and it's like oh yeah right it's hard everything is elevated and the audience are right there you know and and there are some people who only got to see that movie like well i haven't seen their solo movies and i haven't well when they start looking back at those solo movies that's when they're going to say oh and that's how that's connected to this and that's how so so it's it's a beautiful thing just to have so much have so much beautiful writing interwoven yeah? yeah because that's only way you, that's the only way you're going to make it make sense to your audience having separate stories and, and a different story each week and a different story in the middle no no that's i don't know that works for some things but i don't i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want that for star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's it's it, that's fascinating that you say that i actually wrote an article last year about does the infinity war format work for star wars does right. does the Marvel format work for Star Wars? And I've had so many people that are like 50-50 on it. And it's so right. fascinating to read their comments. And they're like, I think it works in some ways on some things because Kevin Feige, when he was rebuilding the MCU, he kind of went back and looked at how George did the prequels yeah. after the, right. the original trilogy and said, okay, maybe I can build this backwards. But at the same time, they're two different franchises. They have two different plot points. They have two different focuses yeah, yeah. that they want to accomplish yeah but the machine is technically the yes same. the you machine know, is but, you know don't forget it wasn't just about how we're going to introduce these characters to create avengers and blah, blah blah it's about how they were taking the re um the retelling of their origin stories yes from comics because it already started within the comics that's right yeah still buy your old your old um comics that had the old canon and, and things like that or whatever but these new ones the ultimates and and this and that was were, were all coming out so it's like well okay well we're kind of tying off the old generation and we're making it fresh for the new kids yeah mm. That, mm. anything like that but but at least if you're a parent and you know oh you can see how we've done it you know yeah. so and, and hopefully we've done it respectfully so so you're not too too crazy about it you know, in mm. that. But, um, there was, you know, there's a mandate, you know, and it's kind of like, well, okay, let's retell these stories. Let's, let's, let's flesh them out. Let's, mm. um, uh, give, uh, the readers something that they can connect to. Mm. Um, what we had to connect to back in the day, you know, um, oh, there was, oh yeah, there was a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies That's and right. things like, that. um, uh and then there was what else did we have we had yeah we had superman we had batman yep. you know yep. and yep. and you could go anywhere with these stories <clears throat> yes they're dc but but for for comic book to film that's yes. the relationship you know um and then with with george you know it's, it's it seems like everything that was in his head you know like mm-hmm. even when he's talking about oh how he originally started and and mentions the wills and, and things like that. Mm, and I'm like, yes. Like, you know, from the very first time I heard about the wills, I'm like, and then we got a yeah. teaser, a taste of it in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I we, think. yes. Joda and, and things like that. So, you know, if they're real, if um, Maul is put back together and he's got a mechanical um, uh, lower half of his body, you know, then the wills, the wills are real. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the first half of this epic discussion between my good friend Details and the Blockaders out there. Make sure to check out the second half on iTunes and on Spotify and Stitcher, and we'll talk to you all very soon. 
May the force be with you. Always. This is Admiral Radis of the Rebel Alliance. Call up the Brick City Blockade. AP-5 has an idea.